0: Today in the Highlight Zone podcast, we're going to explore COVID-19 and the football season, and what is, you could say, an unusual season. We have part one today as we talk with the Stevens Point Panthers football team, Carter Bohart and Pete McAdams, a player and a coach. It's Noah Manderfeld here with Reese Van Haften, and we're going to get their experiences, right, Reese?
1: Yeah, it's been a crazy season with the Highlight Zone so far, planning and shifting and everything, and, and now we have teams that aren't even playing. Uh, Steven's point being one of those teams they both both the player and the coach said some interesting things Pete and Carter uh, the scheduling was I thought most interesting part of the whole thing how they, he said I think he said he revised it four separate times already and we're not even to the winner yet so that should put a perspective on how crazy this has been not just for the teams currently playing but for the teams not playing
0: yeah exactly and, and we've heard this so much since March it's an evolving situation everything seems to be and that schedule is, is really um, going all up. But also, what are you doing on a Friday night? And they had some really interesting insight on that.
1: And we'll hear all that, right? Yeah, we're going to hear gonna all of that
0: coming up. Enjoy the interview, guys. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, Reese and I are excited to kind of talk to you guys about this. And we understand this season's been a little bit different. Uh, and so I know, you know, for you, Carter, as a senior um, – it's got to be a little bit difficult to have the season canceling for you, Pete, as a coach, too, to see see this team. So first, go through what you were thinking when you know they announced that this season was not going to be played this fall and it's going to be moved to the alternate schedule. What was going through your guys' heads? Uh, it was pretty disappointing. Um, I mean, we all were working
2: really hard this summer together and getting closer as a team. So, I mean, it was pretty disappointing, but there's been up ups and downs, and I think our focus has shifted to the spring. So we're just focused on our chase right now, which is our first practice, and just controlling what we can control.
1: Pete, kind of going off of that, uh, being a coach, you're out here watching the Valley. You see D.C. Everest winning by 50 points, and then you're just sitting there on your couch watching our show, the highlights on. You're like, man, I'm missing out on this. So... Kind of what is the process when you're watching these other teams playing? What what goes through your mind?
3: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I feel the same way as some of these players do. It's it's tough in that regard. And it, it you didn't realize how tough it was going to be until Friday nights when some of the guys that were on your schedule are out there playing. That's what makes us, I think, even – I think that's what makes us the most difficult right now. Um, some of the other schools, uh, you know, if you look at the Madison – Area schools, the the whole Fox Valley and Green Bay area, their whole conferences are pretty much in the same boat, um, and so I think it's a lot easier knowing that they're all together, looking forward to the spring. And you know, it's not been a surprise to us uh, when this all happened in August, because we knew the possibility was was there. And when the WIA uh, presented that spring option, um, you know, we really knew that it could happen. Um, But to to sit there on a Friday night and see some of these teams out there playing and, uh, you know, like you said, you mentioned D.C. Everest, they're off to an incredible start. They've had some great success and I'm very happy for them um, and very happy to see our league have some great performances like that. Um, But you bet, you know, wish we had the opportunity to go ahead and compete with them right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Pete, what was it like breaking that news to your team when the official word did come out?
3: I really, it wasn't it, it wasn't um, incredibly difficult from the standpoint of we were prepared uh, all summer long when these guys were at our Panther Fitness summer workouts. I I interviewed them. I surveyed our guys, our se- especially our seniors Carter and, and his other senior teammates. I surveyed all of the, all of them and I asked them to get, to get. I wanted their input. Now this could be the situation. Would you prefer this or would you prefer that? You know, when we looked at the possible situation for the fall, um, knowing that it could be a week at a time. Um, also, something that I think weighed into our kids' mind is when our, our city um, closed our Gurky Field, which is where we play our home games, and they said there would be no home games there. <clears throat> I think our kids looked at the, the spring as, well, coach, are we able, will that be possible in the spring? And I said, possible, absolutely. Everything's going to be, it's a, let's just, just like everything else with this COVID situation right now, everything's very fluid. And so that'll be revisited again. And I certainly hope by that time, things are a lot different, more under control, more, I guess, uh, manageable more than anything else at that point. And so we'll have a, a home schedule as well. And so I think the Being able to make a decision you know, with our superintendent and our school district made that decision, I think that was a sense of relief in itself because now I can tell our guys something, and they can plan accordingly. But for for so many weeks, it was day by day, what's going to happen? And uh, at the collegiate level, and heck, even in the NFL, they weren't being informed of a a lot. And so I think um, just to be able to tell our guys this is what's happening – we are going to move to that spring season and let's be ready come spring.
1: Carter, kind of going off of that, how did you find out about the decision and I guess what was your initial reaction to that decision?
2: Uh, we found out about it. Um, I think it was at Panther Fitness. I think it was coached on us at Panther Fitness and um, we all were preparing really hard this summer and, We've gotten really close to the group, too. So, like, we are ready to play. We are ready to get on the practice field and get working together and getting ready for week one. But, um, I mean, there's negatives to it and there's positives to it. We have a couple more months now to prepare, and we're just going to do everything we can to be ready to go for the spring. That's our focus right now.
0: Yeah, and Carter, um, you know, when you found out about it, right? That that had to be tough. But what was the reaction from the team in that moment? I know you you say the team was ready, but still, that initial shock. What what was the feel in that room? Um, a lot of a lot
2: of the guys were disappointed, especially knowing because other people in our conference could play too, and we wouldn't be able to play. So yeah, it was pretty disappointing. And it's our senior year, and we work really hard together for that opportunity to play. So. Yeah, it wasn't the best feeling in the world, but um, something we can use through workouts as motivation to keep going hard and stuff like that. So
1: This kind of goes for both of you guys, considering you're the coach, Pete, and Carter, you're the player. So, you, I mean, you have your own things, obviously. Pete, you're scheduling. Carter, you guys are doing captain stuff and whatnot. But what are you guys doing right now in order to keep yourself prepared for – Fridays in the spring because us in the media haven't even really touched on that topic. So I'm curious what you guys are doing at this time to keep yourself prepared for a season in the spring.
2: A lot of us.
3: Let me, let me say something before Carter talks about this because I think it's important to understand um, when we go back to this summer, these guys were working incredibly hard, like Carter had just mentioned. And we were, they were coming in four days a week. We were in small cohorts. We had, waves of kids coming in and out of our strength and fitness center out of our outside outdoor training area. So they were working really, really hard. And, you know, to to not be able to have a season is incredibly, it's an incredibly devastating even image in my head because of what these young men have been putting into it. And so I think the perseverance that they continue to show because this didn't just happen during the summer, these kids have been dealing with this since last March. You know with their spring sports and then throughout the summer and then not knowing about their fall sports and so i think what they were challenged with this summer is to continue to persevere believe and fight through this this was just another dose of adversity that they were faced with and they impressed me to 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 no end uh, throughout the entire summer and then when we started school and our our decision was made to opt into the spring then we put a temporary pause on all activities here at the high school. And so all that training that we've been doing together um, now, but, you know, there was a roadblock there. Was a, there was a, a pause put on it right now. And so that's, that's where we are currently. And so we've been able to have virtual meetings. We've been able to talk to the guys and that is it. So from a coaching standpoint, um, we're drooling, thinking about the day we're going to get back into training and, and working out uh, together, and it's not just for football, but all of our athletes here at Spash uh, to get back into an off-season training regiment We're just drooling at that opportunity and the vision of that. And we are not able, you know, the WIA um, offered the 15 contact days up for, for football anyway. For different sports, it's different. But um, and right now we can't do any of that. Um, and we're so and from a standpoint of workouts, that's where the coaches are. We need to get that foundation. Back in there, I know Carter will tell you in a second here, but I know that you know, a whole bunch of these guys are doing their best right now to work very, very hard, and they do get together. But man, man from a coaching standpoint, we really miss seeing, we being able to provide them with some structure and some guidance, and also just to be able to observe their attitude and their efforts going to town like it was all summer
1: i we're kind of going off that. What, what have you guys as a team been doing? Obviously, the coaches don't have as much of a hand-on approach, but I'm sure you guys are trying to stay in shape and, and get so yourselves prepared for a season that's coming up in the spring.
2: Oh uh, Yeah, um, we lift in, like, different groups through local gyms around the area, guys who have memberships and stuff like that. I know the people who don't are doing things on their own and doing everything that they can. Um, We meet on Wednesday mornings for kind of like a captain's-type practice where we do player-led stuff and do everything we can from a football standpoint. But we're for sure excited to get back into lifting together, like after school as a complete team, because I think that's really important to mold together as a group. And we're doing a really good job of that this summer, and I think that really helps. So if we can get back to doing that and keep – that going, I think that'll be really beneficial for us for the sprint.
0: Specifically, too, on Friday nights when those games are going on and you guys aren't playing, are you? what are you doing? Are you popping popcorn and are you paying attention to the scores? Are you just kind of taking your mind off it? What's it like there?
2: Yeah, it's, it's for sure hard to uh, hear about. I mean, I have buddies around the state and they get to play and stuff, so it's hard for me having to stay home and they get to be on the field because that's... What to work out for, so um, it's it's really difficult. But I just try to do other things and do what I can to better myself and make sure everyone on the team is doing good and stuff like that.
0: And for you, Pete. Um... Obviously, there are games going on and, and there are games being played, but there are also some games not being played, games being postponed because of you know outbreaks within teams. Does that make you feel a little bit better about your school's decision to not play this
3: fall well when the when our school made the decision um, several weeks ago now, uh, you know a lot of people asked me that very question you know how do you what do you want to have happen with the schools that are going and I one hundred percent want and wanted and continue to want these teams to be able to play an entire season, because I really think that's, that's success, not only for them, but that's a step in the right direction for other teams in the state. That's a step in the right direction for us as a society. And so I think, you know, if there's been a couple of those cancellations and right now it does look like, you know, there's, it's going to continue to be like that for the, for the um, upcoming few weeks anyway. But um, as far as our schedule goes, you know, They've got a couple of games in, so early on I thought, well, if they make the decision to opt out, then we'll be able to reconvene and play in the spring, the, the entire Wisconsin Valley Conference still. But you know, that's that's beyond our control, and like we've been preaching with our players, uh, you know, we have to control the controllables. Those things that are out of our hands, um, we we have to. We have so many things that we that we have to focus on that we can worry about, and for us, it's our, it's getting that schedule to go. It's putting workouts together to give these kids to do on their own. It's trying to find ways to stay connected. We're very fortunate because our kids are coming to school a couple of days a week yet. And so to be able to see these these students and, and the student athletes a couple of days a week has been really, really beneficial. But you know there's we're just missing that connection. And I never I never realized um, at the time the decision was made to opt out of fall sports just how much this connection would be missed from a, a student standpoint as well as the coaches. But I think even more the students, um, these, these student athletes really, really, really miss this connection and be, being a part of something like a fall sport right now. So that's why, you know, our, our goal right now is to get a safe return to the, the strength and speed development aspect of it to build that foundation for for our athletes here. Um, but Friday nights, it's, you know, it's been tough. Um I I'll watch different games on online and I did go to I, I was able to go to the Marshfield game last week. Um so you know I thank you, Danny Gadel <laughs> for being able to to give me one of your one of your tickets to go to that game. Um but I think that's the, the thing that we all miss too right now is there's a pretty good camaraderie within the coaching staff here in the Wisconsin Valley. And so um I think just as much as we want to be playing with them right now, I think they'd like us to be playing with them right now, too.
1: Carter, your coach speaks about the camaraderie. Uh, obviously, you as an athlete, your f- best friends are probably on the football team would be my guess. Uh, that yes. was the same way for me growing up. How are you keeping in contact with these guys? Is it at school? Obviously, you said you're lifting, uh, sometimes in groups, but you're obviously probably taking precautions there. So how are you keeping in contact with your friends when you don't have a season?
2: Uh, we we talk together a lot on a regular basis. Um, For the ones who have the same last names around as me, we go to lunch every day together. Um, I see them in the halls at school. We have a group chat. so I think we're all still really close. I mean, obviously, it's affected the bond we've had and not be able to put the work in together every day, but... A lot of my buddies work out with me and we do everything we can to stay close together because I think that's a uh, strength of our team this year is how close we are. So.
1: Pete, I, I was going to ask you, you kind of brought it up a little bit, but scheduling. What Obviously, your athletic director is going to play a vital part in that, but... Let's say the Valley. The Valley looks like it's going to complete its season. I don't know how many games they're going to play, but I'm assuming none of those teams are going to play in the spring. What does your schedule look like if that's the case? Do you play the Green Bay teams that aren't playing, or what What does that pertain?
3: Well, right now, because talking about how fluid things are, right now we're looking at our fifth different schedule proposal for the spring. And it all started, the first one that we – that we sat down and, and our athletic director sat down and put together was with the western part of the state: the Lacrosse, Logan, Central, Eau Claire Memorial, Eau Claire North, um, Superior, and that was the first go at it right there. That that started the day of the decision by our school district to opt out to the spring. And so since then, um, there's been a lot of action on the eastern part of the state with the Fox Valley, with the uh, Fox river the frcc as well and so there's because of um all of the schools getting involved right now the last few schedules have been mostly with us looking at the different options with the eastern schools right now so um i just you know had an email back and forth earlier today with our athletic director talking about some other um possibilities and some tweaks and some discussions that the athletic directors have been having so it's extremely fluid i I, I think as soon as, because it's not just Wisconsin Valley schools, but as soon as the schools on the eastern part of the state make that decision of sticking through um, the fall or opting out, I think that everything will be settled by then. So I certainly hope uh, by the end of October, our guys can look forward to that first game and that first opponent right right away. So that's what we're looking at. Then fluid.
0: Yeah, and you're certainly going to get a fresh (laughs) slate of opponents, right? You're going to see a lot of teams that you probably haven't seen in a long time, if ever,
3: right? Uh, Yeah, especially if we go to the western part of the state, it's going to be – Superior was on our schedule this year. We were to to play them game two as a non-conference game, and we have had a a fairly decent amount of of games against them. But remember, the, the Wisconsin Valley Conference, as it is right now, this is the first year we're back in the Wisconsin Valley Conference. It, we've been the VFA Conference West Division, but it's included a lot of those Fox Valley teams. So um, I think a lot of those schools over there, uh, we have seen. Um, there's a few that we haven't, but, um, you know, I always say we in my coaching career, well, these guys on this team, they live for today and they remember last year and that's about it. So it's going to be a lot of new things for them, no doubt. And that's all. Hope
0: you enjoyed it and make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts and look out for tomorrow where Bad Infield sits with Marshfield head coach Denny Gadel about Marshfield's halt to their season and the process they've gone through. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.